Hello internet friends, welcome to another episode of Coffee Cleans and Calorie Deficit without the coffee because it's too late in the day whilst I record this and I'm far too old to be able to go about my day-to-day life on three hours sleep. Today we're going to be discussing something that's come up a lot in my clients' weekly updates and calls lately. And that's communication at the gym, specifically how to, you know, ask for kit or how to work in if that's possible, you know, in your gym. Uh, at the time of listening to this, hopefully we're post-COVID enough that eh, you can work in with people again without it being a big deal. But I digress. So the first thing we need to understand is what is the correct etiquette in the gym of using equipment? I think first things first, if you are in a busy gym and you're on a piece of kit, you know, you do logically have as much time as you want with a piece of kit as many people know about squat racks and busy public city centre gyms uh that the power lifters and the you know 10 minutes in between set squatters really do god they take up two hours easily so i think what you need to understand is that when you're on a piece of kit you do have it but it would be pleasant for you to perhaps acknowledge when other people are waiting and this ties back into I think a sense of community at the gym first and foremost do you feel comfortable in the gym with you know not necessarily saying hello to every member but being able to make eye contact or being able to work near people I think this is a big consideration a lot of people don't take into account especially post-covid and especially with people being very particular and quite rightly so about their own personal space is you know a pure gym or the gym group or any kind of large member-based gym going to really be the area for you and if it is and if that's your only option then we need to consider how do we exist within the gym well first things first I think if you're on a piece of kit and someone asks you how many sets you have left on it during your rest period I don't think anyone should interrupt another person when they're in the middle of a set but I don't think there's an issue with gently trying to get acknowledgement in the rest period of how many sets they have left or if they have a rough idea because many people use the gym and whilst you may be used to tracking the number of sets you do in a program and you may know it off the top of your head people that are new at the gym might not and though maybe more than likely if they're already feeling uncomfortable and this may be you they may feel I guess a bit affronted a bit maybe defensive when someone approaches them and I have noticed there is a very much divide you know between well what appears to be men and women in the gym and this goes way back into like how the gym started out as a place for men and the marketing that drew women in and the kind of idea of shared spaces in the gym but we are getting better but ultimately regardless of how you identify or the person you're speaking to identifies you just want to think how would I wish to be spoken to would I want someone to interrupt my set would I want someone to be right up in my face after a heavy set of squats or deadlifts probably not and ultimately if someone is uncomfortable with telling you how long they've got left or they're rude because I have had people when I've been uh, personal in person personal training coaching folk asked folk how long they've had left and they'll tell me I'm done when I'm done you you can't really argue with people in this regard I I don't see it leading to a positive 
I don't know, end point because what's the next e escalation? They're probably not going to back down. People, when you kind of confront them, very rarely are people going to back down. They're more than likely going to double down. In that case, as I said, you know, generally speaking, people let others know. It's just kind of common courtesy. It's not a big deal. We'll just come get it whenever you're finished. And then I think I spoke to the gym manager at the time and they kept an eye on him. And lo and behold, that person was being an arsehole elsewhere and they got spoken to. Like, this is the thing as well, I believe it goes out to the next point. You need to get to know the staff in the gym or you need to join a gym where the staff are interacting with members because ultimately, whether or not they're on shift or not, members and personal trainers of the gym will probably more than likely clue you in or let you work in with them or let you know how long they've got left or in l many cases like I've been fine to swap with people I think certain exercises that we go over with clients can be repeated or swapped and that's not often the case so I think it's always good to consider where the other person's coming from regardless of how they may speak to you you know and I don't think that means that <laughs> you can just let people speak to you however you want but I don't think that by having uh, maybe a negative reaction or the the answer you didn't want when it comes to asking for kit or indeed being asked for kit because we can be very rude to each other when without thinking about it i don't think it's a good idea to try and double down on our hurt feelings it's important to acknowledge them but ultimately like the response that is the best probably isn't to confront something and this goes into the kind of main issue i think is it's communication in the gym it's when we say things, how do we say it? And there's a tone to it. And part of that, I think, is mindset. And I think we have a, I don't know, a social responsibility to actually treat each other with kindness, like to try and be as pleasant as possible. And also on our own end, not to take things personally. Now, is someone that has what's called rejection dysphoria rejection syndrome I can't remember it's something to do with my ADHD where I take things a little bit more personally than others and I know what it feels like to hear a regular answer but to take it really personally or to be insulted by someone it's not fun but you have a responsibility to yourself to do the best by you and ultimately doing the best by you isn't likely going to be arguing with someone on the gym floor or indeed being rude to someone despite how they may have asked you for kit or not but again I don't I can't speak for everyone's individual truth I just thought it would be a nice talking point because a lot of clients as I said at the start of this were curious about it so for me I guess I'll round this up I think when it comes to asking for kit in the gym and overcoming that gym anxiety we really do need to have that self-awareness of what might be expected of us and indeed to put ourselves in the gym when we're in the best position mentally to do that sometimes we won't always be able to but breaking down you know what is it you're actually doing you're just asking how long someone's got left if they're abrupt or brusque or rude to you or they I guess the way they speak to you makes you feel that their tone is rude it's probably not likely how they meant it to come across and if it, if it was that person is like one in a million an arsehole and I think you just have to try and take a breath and then 
it sounds so lame to say take the high road but ultimately just doing what's best for you which just might not be responding to them or engaging with them but just acknowledging that person is a dick and that you shouldn't ask them for kit again and that's what I mean about going back full circle with community you want to be in a gym where you don't mind at the very least being around people and I appreciate not everyone's got that option but when you do it's something to consider we often worry so much about our sense of motivation and our sense of self-discipline when it comes to being in a space like the gym or somewhere that we struggle to be comfortable in or to find confidence in doing these activities that we know have benefit that we don't think about how the environment could influence us positively or negatively and that we wouldn't maybe need to shift so much attention on how to be more motivated if we actually just took some time to think about where being more motivated looks like like what environment do you need and I've found that clients have had a much more positive experience when they've just made the decision uh, to go to a gym that they enjoy the environment more even if there is a slight travel uh, uh, I guess discussion to be had but I hope that's been useful folks we went a little bit longer than usual uh, if you do like the podcast uh, you can always I don't know, review it, give it five stars. I'm not really sure how that works, to be honest. Uh, But thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. And yeah, I'll see you next time.